Well, hello and welcome to the Career Codex podcast. My name is Simon Gray and it's great to be back once again. And uh, in this week's podcast, I'm discussing skills and experience and asking the question in the executive job market, does your experience really count? Does your experience really count? And that's just not just experience, that's skills and experience. And uh, you see, when attention turns to the executive job market and what it takes to stand out and get hired, thoughts often turn in the first instance to skills and experience. The range and depth of skills and experience, after all, are a key determinant of what it takes to find a new executive position. But in reality, is this really the case? As a former professional recruiter, I've interviewed thousands of candidates and represented the recruitment wishes of organisations from large global entities to small owner-managed businesses. And now through Career Codex, I specialise in advising executive clients from across the world on how to position themselves correctly, build a personal brand, then uncover and sometimes even create executive opportunities in the hidden markets which others never see. The importance of skills and experience has come up in conversation more times than I care to remember. And uh, in the majority of cases, the notion that skills and experience will help an executive stand out and get hired is a firmly held belief. But here's the thing. In my opinion, and based on what I've learned over the years, skills and experience, while important, are not as important as you might imagine. They should never be solely relied on to find and secure a new executive position. Now, of course, I appreciate this may sound like a bold and controversial statement, but in the initial stages of any recruitment process, through to the time an employer makes their final decision, experience is less important than you might think. And here's why. And here's three reasons why, in fact. Number one, candidates at your level and in your industry sector will have similar experience to you. This means you can't rely on skills and experience alone and need something more to stand out. Secondly, the primary medium to communicate experience is still the CV or resume. But even with relevant experience for a particular role clearly visible on this document, there's no guarantee you'll be shortlisted. And in my experience, employers don't read CVs or resumes. And even if they do, in the initial stages, it's often not the decision maker making the decisions, as the story I'll share with you now clearly demonstrates. During the last six months of uh, my time in the recruitment industry, a number of years ago now, I was appointed to recruit a senior position for an international PLC in the pharmaceutical sector. And uh, for argument's sake, let's just call them ABC. And despite me headhunting a candidate who at the time was in a similar position working for one of their competitors and had a CV um, resume that read like the job description, ABC refused to see him. My candidate CV resume screamed out relevant skills and experience, but for some reason, the HR advisor responsible for compiling the shortlist would not bring him into the process. Frustrated and somewhat bemused, I eventually contacted the hiring manager directly. And uh, this is never a good idea uh, as a professional recruiter, as uh, quite often it's seen as going over HR's head. But uh, talking to the, uh, the hiring manager, uh, he agreed to see my candidate and ultimately offered him the position. Unfortunately for ABC, my candidate turned down the offer. Time had moved on and his experience of my client's ability to make a favourable decision to bring him into the process had put him off. And then finally, number three, when it comes to making a decision on who to hire at the end of a recruitment process, what counts more than your experience is the employer's experience of you throughout the recruitment process and your ability to influence their gut feel. During my time in recruitment, when taking feedback as to why an employer had chosen one candidate over another, the reason articulated was rarely attributed to a specific skill or experience. More often than not, their decision came down to the fact that in their words, there was just something about them. 
Furthermore, experience tells an employer what you've done. It doesn't tell them what you could do for their organisation. It's important as part of your strategy to influence an employer's perception of you and what you have to offer to focus less on the past and more on the future. So what does this mean for your executive job search? Well, if you're active in the executive job market or about to get started, if, it, if it's not experience that really counts, what is it that will increase the probability of you being shortlisted and ultimately hired ahead of your competition? At the highest level, this comes down to one principal thing, which sets the stage for everything else that follows. It's your approach. If the majority are relying on their CV or resume to apply for executive positions already advertised or positioned by executive search firms in the public domain, your approach has to be different to stand out. And to get ahead of the market, my advice is to direct at least two-thirds of your executive job search activity to the hidden markets. And the hidden market is the place where high-probability executive opportunities always exist. Your approach in the hidden market should always be uh, to the most senior decision-maker in the organisation. And uh, this may sound difficult, but with the right approach, which in the first instance should never be about you and your need for a new executive position, it's actually very easy to open doors and to start a meaningful dialogue. What's more, your approach and how you proactively manage, yes, the power really is in your hands, how you proactively manage the recruitment process every step of the way directly correlates to the level of remuneration compensation that an employer will offer at the final hurdle. Any executive recruitment process should never be seen as a collection of isolated events, but cumulative steps on a journey to the destination you want. So uh, quite, a lot, quite a lot in the uh, in the podcast today. I hope you found uh, this episode useful. For more information on Career Codex, please visit careercodex.com and uh, feel free to connect with me directly on LinkedIn. My username is Simon Gray, A-C-A. And uh, while you're there, uh, please uh, send me a message. Let me know what you thought of the uh, the podcast uh, and I'll be very happy to connect back with you on, uh, on the platform. But uh, that's it for today. Time's run out. So until next time, take care and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.